0: Welcome to the Tech Meme Right Home for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, all the headlines from the Made by Google event this morning. Samsung also announced their low-end lineup of phones. Gmail is taking some big new steps to combat spam. And what if I told you Netflix is about to raise prices again? Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. Tech. This morning in NYC, there was a Made-by Google event. If you check my Twitter feed at MCC, you can see a couple photos of the proceedings. They kicked off with Rick Osterloh reminding us that at the very first Pixel event launch in 2016, Google promised that the Pixels were designed for an AI first world. Well, is that GWiz Future today? We started with what Rick said was the biggest update to the Pixel Buds Pro with adaptive situational awareness, noise reduction, conversation detection, and the like. They will also now use Bluetooth Super Wideband for clear speech on calls. But the biggest first announce was the Pixel Watch 2, announced by the former head of Fitbit, quoting TechCrunch. The biggest changes this time out are improved heart rate monitoring and the addition of a pair of new sensors designed to give the device a fuller picture of its wearer. The addition of a body response sensor and skin temperature sensor are borrowed from the Fitbit line and bring along new stress management features. Stress and mood are big topics of growth for wearables. Many manufacturers have seen fit to move beyond standard health tracking. It's an imperfect science, but there are certainly a number of different things gleaned from physiology that play a role in mental health. The new heart rate sensor, meanwhile, switches between single and multipath modes, designed to offer a more accurate reading when the wearer is exercising. The new watch also adds automatic tracking for seven different types of workouts, including running and cycling, while a new pace training feature is designed to let people know how they're performing with respect to their goals. Google is promising some battery improvements, bumping the first gen's up to 24 hours rating to 24 hours with always-on display. Charging has been improved as well. It now takes 75 minutes to get from zero to 100%. The watch two looks a lot like its predecessor with some subtle changes to things like recessed buttons. The back is made from 100% aluminum now as well. The Pixel watch two goes up for pre-order today, starting at $349 for the standard version and $399 for the LTE model. It starts shipping October 12 and comes with six free months of Fitbit's premium service. End quote. Then it was on to the new smartphones. They say the new Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro are, as promised, AI in your hand. Let's start with the $699 Pixel 8, which boasts a better camera. Tensor G3 chip, a 120Hz refresh rate display, and up to 200 nits peak brightness. The Pixel 8 Pro sports a 6.7-inch LTPO display, a 50-megapixel main camera sensor, and a 48-megapixel ultra-wide and telephoto sensor, and more, starting at $999, quoting TechCrunch. At 6.1 inches, the Pixel 8's display is a fraction of an inch smaller than its predecessor, while the Pixel 8 Pro retains at 6.8 inches. The 8's resolution is the same as before at 1080 by 2400, while the 8 Pro actually loses a bit of pixel density from 512 to 489 ppi at 1344 by 2992. The biggest benefit to the new Actua display, or Super Actua in the case of the Pro, is extreme brightness. The 8 peaks out at 2000 nits and the 8 Pro at 2400, Both screens have 120 Hz peak refresh rates. Google is touting the new tech as readable and direct sun. It's not a feature we've seen too many phone makers go after, but anyone who's ever used a smartphone outside is aware of the issue. In spite of the massive brightness bump, the company is still touting beyond 24-hour battery life owing to both some software advances and slightly larger batteries. The 8 goes from 4355 to 4485 milliamp hours and the 8 Pro from 5000 to 5050 milliamp hours. If you're really hard up on the charging front, flipping on extreme battery saver mode can get you upwards of 72 hours on a charge, though you'll naturally be missing out on some features. The Pixel 8 Sports a pair of rear facing cameras, a 50 megapixel wide with 2x optical quality zoom, coupled with a 12 megapixel ultra wide with autofocus. The 8 Pro, meanwhile, maintains the 50 megapixel sensor and swaps the second for a 48 megapixel ultra wide and adds in a 48 megapixel telephoto with 5x optical zoom. Both feature a 10.5 megapixel front camera, though only the 8 Pro has autofocus. Google continues to build out an impressive array of camera software as well. Joining Magic and Magic Editor is Best Take, which lets you combine the best bits from multiple photos. The 8 Pro is also getting Night Sight for Video and Video Boost, which actually performs photo processing at an off-device server to enhance HDR Plus and color grading. That's off by default, mind you. You don't need to send every single photo you shoot through the process. The device also gets Audio Magic Eraser, which removes background noise from videos. Here's an odd one. Thermometer. Both the 8 and 8 Pro are getting the ability to scan temperatures with the device. Both versions of the 8 sport Google's new Tensor G3 chip. The chip enables a lot of the above software features, along with things like improved call screener. The company writes, quote, Since Google Tensor was introduced with Pixel 6, its AI capabilities have dramatically increased. The biggest machine learning model on Pixel 8 is 10x more complex compared to Pixel 6. Both devices come with seven years of feature drops and Android security updates. Security has also been ramped up via Tensor's M2 security chip. Face unlock has also been improved and can now be applied to things like payments and app sign-ins. For those who don't want to use their face, the under-display fingerprint radar is sticking around. Both devices are up for pre-order starting today and go on sale October 12. The Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro start at $699 and $999, respectively. In both cases, that's a full $100 more than their predecessors. Mid-tier pricing has long been a major selling point, and while these are by no means exorbitant, Google is running a risk of abandoning an important distinguishing factor, end quote. Yeah, that uh, temperature button slash sensor is a weird one. They talked about how you could point it at, say, your baby's milk to make sure it was the right temperature, and that they've applied to the FDA to allow you to point it at yourself and take your own temperature eventually. And of course, it was all about the AI tricks, though to be fair to Google, their AI tricks are usually pretty impressive. We've already mentioned some of them, but let me sum it up one more time quoting TechCrunch. Magic Editor will let you tap or circle an object, and then let it shift or resize the object. Magic Editor also uses generative AI to recreate the background when you shift the selected object. This feature also lets users make changes to the background using presets. Magic Editor will suggest contextual changes to the image based on lighting and background. Plus, users will be able to choose from multiple results of an edit. The company first announced this feature in May at Google I.O. Best Take combines multiple group photos to create a version where everyone is not blinking or looking away. If you don't want to use this auto-generated version, it also lets you choose expressions of different people from various shots and merge them into one. Essentially, it swaps faces in the original photo with the selected expression. The new Pixel phones will have features like Magic Eraser to remove unwanted objects and Photo Unblur to fix blurry things in an image. Google said that the new Pixel 8 Pro will have an improved version of Magic Eraser, which will let users remove larger objects from the image. The company said with Pixel 8 Pro, it is introducing a feature called Zoom Enhance, which uses generative AI to take corrective steps to improve photo quality and gaps between pixels when you crop an image. This feature will be available on the 8 Pro later." End quote also available sometime down the line, apparently. Google says the Pixel 8 Pro can run Google's Foundation LLM models directly on device. I guess this is because of the Tensor chips and other things, but I'm curious to see how this all shakes out. In terms of hands-on with the devices, they looked gorgeous. They felt great in my hand. Far lighter than my iPhone 14, but I don't have titanium. And that bay blue color is stunning. I'll have more impressions on these phones when I'm allowed to share them with you. In 2023, just 10 vulnerabilities accounted for over half of the incidents responded to by our sponsors today, Arctic Wolf Incident Response. Wouldn't you love to know how to take these vulnerabilities off the table and make life more difficult for cybercriminals? That's just one of the essential insights you'll find inside the Arctic Wolf Labs 2024 Threats Report. Authored by their elite team of security researchers, data scientists, and security development engineers, and backed by the data gained from trillions of weekly observations within thousands of unique environments, this report offers expert analysis into attack types, root causes, top vulnerabilities, TTPs, and more. Discover the attack vectors behind nearly half of all successful cybercrimes, why ransom demands climbed 20% from 2023, and find out why 2024 will be an especially volatile year for cybersecurity. Learn more and get your copy now at arcticwolf.com forward slash techmeme. That's arcticwolf.com forward slash techmeme. Secure notes or the Office Wi-Fi password. One Password's award-winning password manager is trusted by millions of users and over a hundred thousand businesses from IBM to Slack. It beat out 40 other options to become Wirecutter's top pick for password managers. Right now, my listeners get a free two-week trial at OnePassword.com/slash ride for your growing business. That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash ride. Don't let security slow your business down. Go to onepassword.com slash ride. Just going to note real quick that Samsung also announced the 6.4-inch Galaxy S23 FE for $600 today, the 10.9-inch Galaxy Tab S9 FE for $450, the 12.4-inch Galaxy Tab S9 FE Plus for $700, and the Galaxy Buds FE for $100, quoting XDA developers, at least in terms of the S23. quote The Galaxy S23 FE looks simple yet sleek, borrowing its looks from the Galaxy S23 siblings that were released earlier this year. When it comes to the internals, you're getting a Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 processor, 8GB of RAM, and up to 256GB of internal storage. The display is a beautiful and vibrant 6.4-inch dynamic AMOLED 2X screen with an adaptive refresh rate that can bounce between 60Hz to 120Hz. The Galaxy. S23FE comes with a triple camera setup on the rear, featuring a 50 megapixel main shooter, 12 megapixel ultra wide, and 8 megapixel telephoto, and a 10 megapixel front facing camera for selfies. With the rear camera, you get added perks like optical image stabilization and nightography for excellent shots in low light scenarios. If you want to take things further, you can also pop the camera app into pro mode, bringing more refined controls, allowing for granular adjustments to ISO, shutter speed, aperture, and more. When it comes to the battery, you can expect all-day use thanks to the large 4,500 milliamp hour capacity, and get quick charging speeds that will get you from zero to 50% in around 30 minutes. You can also wireless charge the device with compatible charging mats. Overall, you really can't ask for much more here, especially at its starting price that comes in at $599. End quote. Back to Google for a second, specifically Gmail, which has announced new rules to fight email spam for emailers sending more than 5,000 emails per day to Gmail users. This is going into effect February 2024. The new requirements include adding a one-click unsubscribe button to emails you send, quoting CNBC. It will also require them to authenticate their email addresses, configuring their systems so they prove they own their domain name and aren't spoofing IP addresses. Alphabet-owned Google says it may not deliver messages from senders whose emails are frequently marked as spam and fall under a, quote, clear spam rate threshold of 0.3% of messages sent, as measured by Google's Postmaster Tools. Google says it has signed up Yahoo to make the same changes, and they'll come into effect in February 2024. The moves highlight the ongoing fight between big tech companies and spammers who use open systems such as email to send fraudulent messages and annoy users. For years, machine learning techniques have been used to fight spam, but it remains a back-and-forth battle as spammers discover new techniques to get past filters. About half of all emails sent in 2022 were spam, according to an estimate from Kaspersky Antivirus, end quote. Sources are telling the information that anthropic is in talks to raise more than $2 billion from Google and others at a 20 to $30 billion valuation, and it is projecting generating $200 million in revenue by the end of this year. Quote, The two-year-old startup which sells Claude, a chatbot that competes with OpenAI's ChatGPT, wants a valuation between $20 to $30 billion, according to new investment materials, according to one of the people. That would quintuple the valuation of the company since March when investors put a $4 billion price tag on the firm and make its shares far pricier than those of OpenAI in terms of its valuation multiple on revenue. The round is not finalized In terms of the deal could change. One of the people with knowledge of the fundraising effort said Anthropic is also talking to sovereign wealth funds and other institutional investors. Spokespeople for Anthropic didn't immediately comment. The move shows how the leading developers of artificial intelligence are racing to secure as much capital and computing resources as possible to develop the next generation of their software known as large language models. AI development is particularly expensive because it requires specialized server chips that require more power than processors that handle traditional computing work. Private investors, meanwhile, have been willing to stomach ever-higher prices for shares of leading AI developers. After OpenAI aligned itself with Microsoft, a major cloud server provider that committed more than $10 billion in funding for the startup earlier this year, other independent AI model developers such as Anthropic have sought to find their own computing benefactors. That prompted Anthropic's initial pact to use Google Cloud and an investment from the search company, Cohere's partnership with Oracle, and Inflection AI's capital raise from Microsoft and AI chip designer NVIDIA, among others. In addition to computing resources, the startups are counting on the cloud providers to help sell their AI software to customers. They hope to follow in the footsteps of OpenAI, which was recently on pace to generate more than $1 billion in revenue annually, boosted in part by sales of its software through Microsoft's cloud unit. Anthropic has told some investors it had been generating revenue at a $100 million annualized rate, implying that it has generated more than $8 million in revenue per month, said to people with direct knowledge. That would mean an investment in Anthropic at a valuation of $20 billion would carry a valuation multiple on future revenue of 200 times, far more expensive than OpenAI's valuation multiple. By the end of this year, Anthropic projected it would generate revenue at a $200 million annualized pace, implying nearly $17 million in monthly revenue, one of the people said. And by the end of 2024, Anthropic hopes to generate more than $40 million in monthly revenue, a $500 million annualized rate, this person said. Anthropic's recent deal with Amazon, in which the cloud provider will sell the startup's AI software to cloud customers, is a key reason for the projected growth. Amazon has said customers, including research provider LexisNexis, asset management firm Bridgewater Associates, and travel publisher Lonely Planet, were using Claude through Amazon Web Services, end quote. And finally today, more price hikes. Sources are telling the journal that Netflix plans to raise the price of its ad-free service a few months after the Hollywood actors' strike ends, which we're projecting is going to end soon, likely starting with the U.S. and Canada. Quote, "...over the past year or so, the cost of major ad-free streaming services has gone up about 25% as entertainment companies look to bring their streaming platforms to profitability." and lead price-conscious customers to switch to their cheaper and more lucrative ad-supported plans. On Tuesday, Warner Brothers Discovery said that the monthly price of the ad-free version of its Discovery Plus streaming service was raising to $8.99 from $6.99 a month, while the cost of its ad-supported platform remains unchanged at $4.99 a month. Streamers are also starting to look at how they can create new pricing tiers around exclusive programming, such as live sports, without running the risk of driving people away from their core offerings. Netflix plans to wait until the dual Hollywood writer and actor strikes end before increasing prices. The Writers Guild of America announced a tentative agreement with studios last week, and the Screen Actors Guild, which went on strike in July, restarted negotiations with Hollywood studios this week, end quote. Nothing for you today. Talk to you tomorrow.